0: Coming up in this week's podcast: Everyone's the Doctor, no one's the Doctor. Everyone's coming back. Is anyone coming back? BBC. I'm the Doctor. I'm a Time Lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Castorvirus. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. You might be a Doctor, but I am. I'm a doctor, Mm That's probably not the one to expect. Absolutely fantastic. All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? Hello everybody and welcome back to Bigger on the Inside, the new Who Doctor Who Watched On podcast. I am Harry, joined as always by Tim Uh Saxby. How are you doing, Tim? (laughs) Oh, you're excited. Uh, Yeah, I'm good. It's podcast.
1: I like doing podcasts. It's been longer for us than when we last recorded the last one, because we did the last one earlier in the week. Yeah. We did it on a Thursday, and it went out on a Tuesday. This is yeah. a Tuesday, it's going out the next day, the Wednesday. Wow. The freshest
0: of news. It's The like, most recent it's news. It's like a fresh pair. Too bad there isn't a lot of news this week. But I made it
1: seem like there is. Yeah, you
0: <laughs> gave me a lot of articles, and some of them aren't really relevant because Tim didn't read them. <laughs> but anyway, let's start on something which may not really seem as about Doctor Who, but in many ways it kind of Have is. you had a
1: good week, Harry?
0: I've had a pretty good week, yeah. Good,
1: because it was Blue Monday on Monday.
0: Oh yeah, um, what do they call like it? Like the most depressing day I've of the year. I've heard about
1: that, yeah. But now they're calling it Brew Monday. Yes,
0: a uh, uh, mental health charity's doing that. Well, you like encouraging you like depressed having
1: people, tea. you throw a hot tea at them. Is that what it's about? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: Get it together. I you thought thought free it about uh, having a nice brew with your mates and catching up. Doesn't sound right to me. Oh. Are we on the right microphone? I don't know.
1: I'm whispering into the microphone. It yes, seems de- like it's the right one. Definitely the
0: yeah. right microphone. Why? Are we talking too quietly? We I don't know. know.
1: It just seems very quiet the sound noise. I'm going to turn that right up. Let's see how that goes. Oh
0: dear. What if this ruins it? Oh well. What if we're just like... This is the one that ruins it. This is After the, the, the crap we've made. This, this is, is the one. This <laughs> is it, guys. This is the worst podcast. Alright, go on. Sorry. Okay. Oh, yes. News. Well, like I was saying, this is something which doesn't seem like it's too much about Doctor Who specifically, but the more you think about it, the more it kind of is, and that is uh, the return of BBC Three. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was going to do a
1: BBC Three jingle, but I forgot what it is. Do you think they'll bring back the little slugs? I mean,
0: don't even like shout like three. <laughs> yeah, they and do. I like go blah. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. No. <laughs> no, that was like early, early BBC Three. That was like two thousand. Sixish,
1: I think. Yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah.
0: And basically, the relevance of BBC Three to Doctor Who is that BBC Three was where Doctor Who Confidential originally aired. Yep, I think maybe Torchwood as well. Did Torchwood originally air on BBC Three? Perhaps. That um, that sounds right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I'm happy. What's when's it returning? It's returning on February the first. That's like what two weeks, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's the uh, 18th today. So yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make sure I'm sat watching the telly when it turns so on. When it turns on, and I am they're tell gonna do, straight off. I <laughs> think they're gonna do
1: a big thing. I reckon it's gonna. I be think they'll a have like some kind of. And it'll stop at three. Ooh. It will go from
0: ten, nine, and I'll be eight, showing like clips of like Fleabag seven, and like Gavin and Stacey and and five, uh, RuPaul four, and uh, normal people. Three. <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's it guys, that, that's how BBC Three's coming back, you don't need to watch I'm it i guarantee that's how it comes back. I and mean, then there's a countdown, and it stops mm. at three. Mm. Yeah. And then like, Daisy Mae Cooper bursts out of the TV. Into my living room. Yeah. What does she say? Um, One of the funny lines from This Country. Have you ever seen This Country? I love This Country, yeah, great, I, I just it? can't remember any of the funny lines. Probably something about the The, 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 the Bodger Badger bit, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it coming back, but how long is it going to be back?
0: (laughs) Yeah, kind of even more pressing than the fact that BBC 3 is coming back is the fact that BBC as a whole is getting its licence fee got rid of. Goodbye, stranger. It's been
1: nice. Hope you find your paradise. Goodbye, stranger. Uh, That's uh, Goodbye, stranger by... uh... Forgotten? Oh. Well, no. no. Well, that, the government are putting a freeze on it, which yeah, I think well, means I th- they can't change anything about the way it's currently funded for the next two years. Yeah, but then in Meaning twenty twenty
0: seven, they're planning to get rid of the license fee. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, like, it's gonna. Current, they, I that... think they're gonna keep it as it is and let inflation build the price of the license fee, and then just cut it off and get rid of it. Do you think that's a good idea? No, no. Well, because I. I think there's a hybrid somewhere. I don't want the BBC to be privatised. I feel like we need a universal broadcaster. Aye. Mm, I just kind of... Maybe there's an alternative to um, the licence fee, which is more modern. I think the licence fee is is a good price. Mm.
1: And I think the fact that everybody has to pay it isn't a bad thing, because I think just because you pay the licence fee, you're not just funding the BBC, really. You get a bit of Channel 4 in there as well. Um... I think there's a hybrid somewhere where you have ads in the BBC, but not as heavily as you do on
0: ITV and Channel 4. Yeah, it'd be weird, though. It'd be weird, like, strictly come dancing, cutting to an ad break, you know what I'm saying? No, so what
1: I'm saying is, like, say, like, um, a half-hour TV show, like, The Simpsons on Channel 4. Yeah. Before it comes on, you have an advert, you have an ad break. Then 15 minutes in, you have an ad break. And then when it ends, you have an ad break before the next programme starts. Okay. Right? I think what the BBC, what would be good for the BBC to do is maybe reduce the licence fee slightly and then have adverts at the start and at the end of the programmes. Okay. So, you know where you would normally have your promos for other BBC programmes? Hmm. You still have those, but you also maybe have one or two adverts thrown in there.
0: Okay, but then... Are you saying that there'd then be like a redu- a significantly reduced licence fee then introduced to make up for yeah. the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. And you think that, I think that's a middle ground between what other commercial channels are doing,
0: like Channel 4 and ITV, and then what the BBC currently doing. Mm. I mean, I guess the thing that concerns me is that like kind of... The one thing, love it or hate it about the BBC, is that it's always maintained a status of kind of being a neutral party, <laughs> at yeah. ground level. And I know, you know, you can accuse biases on either end, but if you look at their broadcasting as a whole, and especially their news, that is pretty much what they present. But as soon as you introduce either something like adverts or um say them getting funded directly by the government then there's other parties outside of bbc which they need to consider which may impact what they present in all their programming not just in news and that i find worrying kind of the loss of some sort of Unbiased yeah. middle ground, and I know it's not completely unbiased because there's you me selective in what you. But it's the idea yeah. of that. My um... problem
1: with the BBC isn't the license fee; it's the programs on it. Okay. Do you not feel like it's I don't? Worth I, the I don't feel fee? like. I look, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it now because I don't want to get it wrong. So, I saw a thing on Twitter. Um, I think it was this morning, which told you the difference over the last twenty years of what you get for the license fee, and how much of a significant. How much more do you now get for it compared to what you did um, a couple of years ago? Just let me try and find it. It is on Twitter somewhere. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. He's
0: scrolling and stalling for time. Harry, you talk a little bit. Yeah. And I guess if we want to you know, bring it back to Doctor Who, because this is Doctor Who podcast, I mean, I guess another thing that BBC could do, which it is already sort of doing, and will be doing with Doctor Who, is outsourcing a lot of its larger programs or collaborating with... <laughs> larger often international american studios stuff like you know obviously um good omens giri haji his dark materials around the world in 80 days and seem to be doctor who are all working with other larger studios and maybe that'll be the way forward for all of its programming Yeah. yeah i'm not sure
1: so this is a thing from um i can't see where it's from but it's like a Graphic thing. Okay. Twenty years ago, for fourteen pound. Uh, sorry, 14 pound. One hundred forty-seven pound. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. In twenty thirteen prices, which is two pound eighty-four. Is right? that like
0: adjusted for inflation? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, you got this is what you got for your license fee: BBC One, BBC Two, Radio One, Radio Two, Radio Three, Radio, Three, Radio Four, Radio Five, BBC National Radio, and BBC Local Radio. Right. Twenty years later, in two thousand thirteen, at the time, this this now grown? For an extra fifty pence a week in twenty thirteen, sorry, for an extra five pence a week, um, no, a year, sorry, in twenty thirteen prices, you now get BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, BBC Four, CBBC, BBC News, BBC Parliament, BBC World Service, BBC Alba, 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 CBBS. Uh, BBC Radio 1, Radio 2, Radio 3, Radio 4, Radio 5, Radio 1 Extra, Radio 4 Extra, Radio 6, um, The Asian Network, BBC Radio 5 Live, BBC National Radio, BBC Local Radio, BBC Online, BBC iPlayer, and BBC Red Button, which now doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that doesn't even account for like
0: <laughs> stuff like online resources, stuff like BBC Sounds Bitesides. and Bite which yeah. is, I think, for lots of people, including myself, doing yeah. Jesus an invaluable educational resource. I think you look
1: at lockdown as well and all the free educational stuff that they put out. Mm. I mean, even I was watching some of that. Yeah, Just because it was fun. Mm. You know, even stuff, especially stuff on the kitchen. I was like, I'll watch
0: this. It. And they blast. still do that. They are still producing educational content. Yeah, yeah, I
1: don't understand. I feel like you don't necessarily, as an adult get value for money. Because I recently saw, like, they're on their third... What what they really call Invisible TV, which is about from anything after BBC News and before Pointless. Yeah. So Holmes and the Hammer, Bargain Hunt, you know, all these property shows, whatever's on in daytime TV, really. Stuff that hasn't changed for the last 20 years. And I think they're now on their third reruns of daytime TV. Okay. Like, they're, they're shown every episode at least three times <laughs> Right. So... And that's why I struggle with it. Is the they they don't seem to be producing enough TV to
0: justify the license? Fee yeah, currently you that's think. just
1: my opinion. And also, as a twenty-three-year-old, the only things I really watch on the BBC mm. and Doctor Who and Top Gear. Yeah, that's it.
0: Mm. I guess that is the thing. And now, Toast of Tinseltown. I yeah, I guess that is the um, thing you get there with it being a universal broadcaster. Is that it is meant to be a service made for literally anyone with access to a TV or a radio or the internet. And because of that, they are trying to appeal to as wide breadth of demographics as possible, but that results in you on an individual-by-individual basis often finding yourself only being drawn to a small percentage of the BBC's overall output. But I feel like if you look at the breadth of people and how many people get things from each niche yeah I feel like that makes it feel more justified
1: yeah I guess so but I've I've felt since I remember when I first learned about the BBC license I was doing GCSE Media which would have been before I knew you
0: you've been like 15
1: yeah so like 7 years ago yeah uh, even then, I remember thinking there's nothing on the BBC really for my age, mm. and that hasn't changed over the last yeah. seven years. I mean, I
0: feel like now the idea is that BBC Three is kind of meant to be the Gen Z. Platform. Like I got to an
1: age where I realised BBC Four, now that's going. Mm. When BBC Three is coming back, and I feel like I'm maybe just growing out of BBC Three. Mm. So it's kind of, I don't know. This is just our opinion because we're of a, an age. But yeah. Like. I get it, and I understand, like... I think the average age of a BBC viewer is
0: 65. Right. That's the average age of a BBC One viewer. I I watch... I can't really speak on that, because... Me and my family are all under sixty-five. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that because PC I do film studies One. and TV
1: and stuff like that. Okay, that, so, it was statistics. Yeah, yeah, so. that, yeah.
0: And I guess that's true when you think of amount of people who do use kind of streaming services like Amazon or Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah.
1: So I think I don't know. I think there's a hybrid, isn't there? There's a hybrid somewhere, but I don't think like the hi- a hybrid. I don't think it is uh, a Netflix subscription because there's that clip of Russell, isn't there, where he talks about mm-hmm. HBO and he says like you don't get news you don't get weather you get a repeat of a movie you get Game of Thrones and then it turns itself off between certain hours at
0: night yeah is and also I mean? like a subscription service doesn't account for the multimedia stuff it doesn't yeah. account for radio I feel like radio is something that a countless amount of people can almost take for granted I know? think it
1: is just adverse I think that's what's going to happen I think you're going to start seeing brought to you by
0: Gavascon. yeah and stuff like that mm. you know what I mean I mean, I hope there's a way they can do that and kind of still maintain the kind of stance and position in our media landscape that they have. Because yeah. I feel like it is valuable to have that universal, unbiased space. Yeah. And I hope that can be maintained.
1: Should we go to some Doctor
0: Who news? Yeah, Doctor Who. Well, we made that vaguely about Doctor Who. You Doctor Who won't be really affected by it, will it? Because it's... We've bad wolf it's now. It's dead
1: in the water anyway. It's going to get cancelled. Nobody's watching the show anyway. We got a comment the other day that said Mark Gatiss and Russell T Davis are both bad writers, and Doctor Who should go
0: back to how it was in the sixties and the seventies when it was proper sci-fi. Back when it was black and white, <laughs> and they could only do one or at most two takes for each shot. And it was a
1: little bit racy sometimes, a little bit racist now and again, a little bit sexist, and pretty crap. <laughs> It's really crap. At least to him. I like Trouton.
0: Yeah, I like Trouton. <laughs> uh, we watched Darker Space. Not good. Now for a funny one. Go on. Matt Smith appearing on a 2022 <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer calendar. Good isn't it? It's it's a it's just a bit weird. <laughs> Firstly, he purchasing Buffy the Vampire Slayer calendars in 2022. I mean? Been... I know it's. I'm guessing it's an unofficial calendar. I don't think it is.
1: I think it's official.
0: It all it says is that um, a TV critic took a fo- shared a photo of a 2022 Buffy the Vampire Slayer calendar, which includes some, a picture of Matt Smith as the Eleventh Doctor, and in the background. Is a Demons, I think. yes the, a demon from season eight of Doctor Who a John Pertwee <laughs> yeah. era monster? Um, I mean, and apparently it's a piece of fan art that someone made like back in the day when like the whole when the when, when
1: whatever company was responsible for making the has just gone online and found the picture and.
0: Yeah, and just on. stolen it, you yeah. know, without permission. So it was a pretty <laughs> shitty thing to do, yeah. and this is a funny way of exposing that. There's
1: a there's another podcast called the Weekly Planet Podcast. Oh, yeah. Um uh, Mr. Sunday yeah, Movies, yeah. whose icon is a goat, Goat Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. And uh, when the Force Awakens came out, someone printed Force Awakens' posters but swaps Harrison Ford out for Mr. Sunday Movies. Sold them on Amazon, didn't sell anybody, so everybody was just buying these posters with a goat. That's funny. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Hmm. Go on, what else have we got? That broke the ice a little bit. Yeah, back to nice Doctor Who. Um, So, here's another one, which I guess goes back to less fun. Um, The animated reconstruction episodes of Classic Who are being cancelled.
1: Oh, no. This sucks, because we've bought... Here's the thing, right? It sucks that they're being cancelled because it means that there's now no drive to find these missing episodes.
0: Yeah, well, no, all, yeah, well, all the, well, in a way, yes and no. Like all the audio already exists, and but this just means that we won't have any kind of in motion. I don't know version. if all the audio does exist. It does. It's, oh, really? it's just the video footage that doesn't exist. Okay. So maybe in a way, this will cause people to get even more desperate to find those missing episode footage so yeah. we have something to watch yeah yeah. I think you're gonna I
1: mean it sucks because isn't it BBC America have pulled out of the yeah, back what do we have what does it say uh...
0: I'll read the what article what does it say there um animated reconstructions of old Doctor Who serials have reportedly been cancelled due to BBC America pulling their funding Despite the popularity has enjoyed during its ongoing 58-year run, the legacy of Doctor Who has not always been held with such reverence. As was common practice back in the 60s, several of the original tapes for numerous episodes with Troughton and Hartnell uh, were destroyed instead of taking up storage space. Um, do, 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 and obviously the BBC didn't care much about cultural b- preservation, and 97 episodes remain lost with little hope of turning up. To this, the How BBC- many? 97. Wow. I and, did not
1: think it was that many. Well, if you
0: take into account, you know, like, not whole stories, but the individual episodes, yeah, part of stories. Yeah, that's mental. Yeah, huge swathes of the Hartman and sucks era because, like,
1: I mean, here's the thing, right? we sat here saying it sucks, but have you gone out and bought any of these missing episodes?
0: No. No, I haven't. I think that's the reason. I watched, I've watched a couple on BritBox. I've watched a couple of Tram ones on BritBox. Yeah. And they are varying in animation quality values. Yeah, this is what I was going
1: to say. It's I feel the people who are buying them are the Doctor Who collectors and the Doctor Who nerds. And even though we do this podcast where that's not us. There's nothing Doctor Who in this room. I've been given Doctor Who stuff and I tend to give it off to people who I know would like it more than me. Mm. Um, But I feel like from what I've seen with these animation ones is that the animation just isn't very
0: good. I feel like the thing that I find disappointing is because as with so many things like this, it feels like... They're stopping just when they'd hit the ground running. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the animation from Evil of the Daleks, but the quality is a huge step up from other ones that I'd seen. Is that the
1: motion capture one?
0: No, that it's the one after the motion capture, which is 2D animation. What, but what's it's this one you're talking about? Evil God? of the Daleks. Okay. And it's far, far more expressive. There's far more going on. Like I watched um what was Tram's first episode? That Power of the Daleks, the Daleks. Power of the Daleks. And Power of the Daleks. The one I saw on Brickbox, apparently it's like a remaster or something, but it doesn't look great. The um, Especially the facial animation is very limited, and the characters can not pull a variety of poses. Yeah, And it's obviously a limited budget, but it's a huge step up when you look at Evil of the Daleks. Like, Troughton's moving all over the place, his face is pulling really animated and expressive expressions... And so I just find it disappointing that just when they found a style that seems like it really, really works for recreating these episodes, they cut it. And I guess it's because it was too little too late. Yeah. I don't know.
1: What do you think the future of this is, then? Do you think it's... I think you're going to see a drive of fans making animation.
0: I mean, there was already a small element of that, yeah. I think, wasn't there?
1: And I think... I mean, here it comes. Big finish. Hmm. They'll probably recreate some of these. Like I mean, the my
0: understanding is that before a lot of these animated things came out, they already kind of were doing that. Like, you know, wasn't Shada repurposed with as a Paul big McGann, story? Yeah. yeah, before they then actually went back and actually animated and recorded Shada with Tom Baker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It does suck because, like, it's I don't understand. Like, I think it is just
1: uh <clears throat> people just aren't interested. Hmm. I don't think. People who aren't Doctor Who fans are buying this stuff. Yeah. It's not like Marvel, where if you saw a Marvel cartoon series, you'd go, oh,
0: I'd buy that for my nephew. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't feel like... Well That being said, though, no one's buying Marvel cartoons from the 60s, are they? No, but I feel <laughs> Except like... Except for maybe, like... But there
1: would be more of a drive-to, because it's the same character. Mm. It's the same Peter Parker. Whereas, is a kid today who watched, who's only watched Jodie Whittaker... Are they gonna be excited by an animated Patrick Trouten episode?
0: That's true. I feel like, especially kind of in the pop culture zeitgeist, the only enduring figure from Classic Who has been Tom Baker. Yeah, you know the figure with the hat and the huge stripy scarf. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, I can't say I've not watched enough Classics Who to say whether or not that's a disservice to the classic show. But I think if you look at like the legacy that the show has today, it you'd hope that. It would be true with a little more reverence, but I guess you know the audience and the money is in New Who. I mean, we're a New Who podcast for part that reason. We're fans yeah. of the new version of the show, yeah, yeah, because the old version sucks. All right, Tim, you watched one episode you didn't like, <laughs> uh,
1: no, not true. We watched several, and it like, do you want to do the next bit of news? Five Doctors was awful, Three Doctors was awful, Ark in Space was awful. The only thing I've ever liked is Tomb of the Cybermen.
0: There's a lot of actors who are and are not the 14th Doctor, are What's there, the first Tim? one? The first one is Ollie Alexander, who has stated yet again that he is not the 14th Doctor. But he was your favourite. He was, but he will definitely not, and that's in quotation marks, definitely not be the 14th Doctor.
1: Why is that,
0: Harry? I don't know, this is what he says. I am definitely not Doctor Who, and I'm not going to be Doctor Who. It's not happening. I can tell you, I'm definitely not doing it. Do you believe this, or do yeah, you think it's an old Andrew Garfield? You don't think he's a Garfield? No, I don't no. think he's... I'm playing werewolf, man, I'm really sorry, I gotta I gotta lie to you, but it's just not true! <laughs> well, why did he do a semi-American accent for Andrew Garfield, he's British?
1: I know, but I watched that, I literally watched that video back last night, that's how he talks, he's like, dude, yeah. I've gotta cut you off, I'm sorry, man! So he sounds. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think he's telling the truth. I think he's auditioned and he hasn't got it. Do you think they've already done auditions? Well we know that the auditions have already started. Oh right. We've talked about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You think
0: that he just came in and Russell's like nah. I think doubt he, he walked in and <laughs> Russell went, uh uh-uh. uh nah, uh uh Nah, uh uh Don't you <laughs> step one no foot in, Ollie. You're not you're not you're not being in this show. Um or maybe it means that like
1: he's in it but he's got another role. Like a companion role? Perhaps, that'd be cool. Interesting. You know, the fact that he's so adamant, he's not the Doctor. I'm not the Doctor. Yeah. Or me... maybe,
0: he said he's not Doctor Who, but obviously we know Doctor Who is a TV show, not a character, maybe he's the Doctor. Really?
1: Does he say I'm not Doctor Who? Yeah, he says
0: I'm not Doctor Who. But no one's Doctor Who because he's not called Doctor Who. Called Except doctor for in Series 1 where Eccleston's credited as Doctor Who. Yeah, I yeah. like it when he's credited as Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, I kind of like the name Doctor. It's more endearing yeah. to call the character Doctor Who.
1: Yeah. I purposely call him Doctor Who, because I know it annoys people. Well,
0: I know when we get to the thing where it's like the name of the doctor, like the secret is his name is Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was like a big reveal one time. real Song was just like, I know your real name, Doctor, doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we have? Vicky McClure isn't the next Doctor either. She isn't. Oh uh, well. No, the uh, line of duty star. Um, this is what she said about it. Ooh. She says it's a real compliment. It's an iconic piece of telly, and that's going on fun forever and ever. I'm sure it will continue too, and I wish it well, but it's not for me. I, it's not even something I watch.
1: I, I'm too big for this. Do you
0: think that's her way of saying she's too big for it? I wouldn't particularly want her to be Doctor Who. I mean, I feel like Vicky McCall probably is just slightly too big for it. Yeah, and I feel like it's always weird that we have these arbitrary rules for being too big for Doctor Who. And the
1: other thing I also look at as well is what when you're Doctor Who, <laughs> um, it also comes with the branding. Yeah. You're not just playing that part on telly, you've got to do the lunchboxes, you've got to do the toys, got and you got to do... You don't feel like
0: Line of Duty star and McClure is the right fit. No, I can't, I can't, yeah, re- I can't was... really see her
1: enduring that sort of stuff.
0: But was, um, what was the show that um Capali did? Musketeers? Before... No, the, the thick one... Thick of it. Yeah, the Thick of it. Is the Thick of it? But star... he was
1: known to be a Doctor Who fan though, that's the difference. I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah. What else do we have? Uh, next we have some people who are Doctor Who. Who's going to be Doctor Who, Harry? Danny Dyer. This one's interesting. Well, the thing, this article isn't actually anything. Alright. Okay. This is one of, I, I want to talk about it, as funny. Um, but basically, Danny is leaving EastEnders, and so this article makes the jump from leaving EastEnders to being in Doctor Who as the next Doctor. Like when Chris,
1: Mar- Chris Ryan, when Chris Marshall left Death in Paradise... It's obviously for Doctor Who you guys, yeah, yeah. I'm the fucking doctor. <laughs> just twats a diagram on the back of the head. It's <laughs> little dumb slides forward slightly. You see
0: the guy, he's like a fucking There's a big rant to... about Davros and yeah. then as the companions talking, you just hear him go, twat. Yes. Coming up here with his trotters
1: up. <laughs> um no. Nah. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's, it's not, not happening. happening at all. I don't know why he's now like Bucky's favourites. He's not Bucky's favourites. He, he is. He is. He's Bucky's favourites.
0: I thought Lydia was still Bucky's No, favorites. he's Bucky's favourites. Really? Yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> now, here's someone who actually makes a lot of sense and his a name we've not heard of before. Um. Yep. Akinade. Or is it Faseo Akinade? It's one of those. Yeah, I've not heard of this guy before, um, but apparently he was uh, in Silent Witness. Yeah, and he was in an old Russell T, well, older Russell T Davis show called uh, Cucumber yep. and Banana. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, Channel Four. Yeah, you know, on Channel Four. Yeah. So as what, we know, what, why do they suggest that he's going to be the next Doctor? He's just started appearing in the bookies, and there's a quote from Russell himself, which has cropped up, saying. Who. Russell's. No, that's what
1: he's saying. He's going who?
0: <laughs> I mean, the, ac- the actual quote is, we've got a lad in this called Fiseo Akinade in Banana and Cucumber, who is 26 years old and he's never done TV before and he's an absolute star. Okay, is it the Metro? Who's
1: put, who's wrote this? It's the Express. The Express, right, they've done this before where they just pick an actor. At one point, there another, there's another Express one that we've either just seen or it's coming up. They did about three in one week. Yeah. Who, who such and such is now the next doctor, and they're all they're, all this stuff is they worked with Russell before.
0: Yeah, well, this next one is an express one about yeah. Raki Thakra. Yeah. Who I believe is an EastEnders actor. Um, let me just check. But it's pretty much the exact same article, <laughs> only instead of being about one actor, it's about another actor. And uh, this actor uh, was in the EastEnders. And also has recently been in the Netflix series Sex Education. Have you watched Sex Education? No, I haven't, no. Me neither. No. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't really like shows about sex. I don't find sex very interesting T V.
1: Okay. Thank you for I thought at least you added the word T V on the end of that.
0: I don't find sex very interesting <laughs> it's a bit Boring into sex. <laughs>
1: Nothing happened. <laughs> Uh, they're
0: all they're all just bullshit articles aren't they really There's no, no... why do you send them to me it's funny isn't it? I mean I, yeah I mean I, I, the most we can do really especially because we haven't watched these actors or anything is just look at them and be like can you see them Mr Doctor <laughs> yeah I guess I hate doing that though how about Craig Parkinson yeah another line of duty star <laughs> yep yeah. Um, and this is a guy who played the Grand Serpent, right? Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep, And he's already basically said, no. Oh. That's exactly what they are, rumours. Whoever steps into those shoes, they're big shoes to fill. I'd probably prefer to be playing the master than the doctor, and, if I was doing it right, cause a few tears before bedtime. <laughs> Smack his kids. Well, actually, he said he does it for his ten... He did Doctor Who for his ten-year-old son. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because it's like his son... Well, he says... He's I wouldn't like,
1: want him to play the master, I would want him to come back as the Grand Serpent. Well, that's the thing, character. I feel like,
0: yeah, I feel like if he was to play the master, he would just play him the way he played the Grand Serpent. Yeah, the Grand Serpent was amazing. Yeah, I really like the Grand Serpent. One thing I really liked about Flux, I don't really see people talk about, is, like, the new villains. Yeah. I really like the new villains, like, the Grand Serpent and, uh, Blue Guy, I can't remember his name. Azura? Azura and Storm? Mrs. Azura. Still, a sto- swarm. swarm 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 and Azura. That's
1: it. Swarm and Mrs. Swarm. I Azura, remember.
0: yeah, yeah, and passenger, yeah, passenger. Passenger's yeah. great, great guy. Um, yeah, cool, whatever. I'd
1: like to see a big finished series of the grand serpent that. whilst he was at unit. I can
0: see that happening. I mean, imagine like him I'm with like, go, like
1: Jenkins or Penkins or Perkins or something like that. I can't remember, yeah. but so, imagine
0: like a story with like him and like Perchweek would be interesting. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah, yeah. That would be really good, actually, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they'd do it, but it'd be interesting. Because he's dead. Mm. Also, speaking of people returning, Alex Kingston has a uh, sort of teased at returning. As who? I don't know. Uh, who, who could Alex Kingston play in Doctor Who? nine With a big fluffy hairdo? <laughs> <laughs> She's a poodle now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if she was asked if her song would return, she said, absolutely. Um... She said, of course I'd want to come back. I feel like River, she started the end, as it were. So there's only one way to go, which is forward and to continue living, to be f- perfectly honest.
1: But didn't we do her full cycle?
0: I mean, we kind of did. That's the whole thing. The thing with her long is we know her whole life story. And she has like that wallet in her last story where she has pictures of all the incarnations of the Doctor she's met. So can she really meet any incarnations of the Doctor outside of those? Has she met? She hasn't met nine in Big Finish. She's met ten a couple of times. Mm.
1: She, they haven't done anything with 11 and 12 yet. No. So, uh,
0: that'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, you can just put it in just
1: wipe her mind.
0: Yeah, I or guess. Or just so. have it that she never knows that it's the doctor. That could be interesting. Yeah. And in addition to that, uh, she was asked what the tips on what would make a good doctor. And she gives some pre-insightful comments. Um, first of all, you have to concede that Riversong knows how to fly a TARDIS better. And also, you whoa, must. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute, there. Oh, yeah, I forgot you haven't watched *Time of the Angels* yet, haven't no, you? No,
1: we haven't got to that episode yet. Yeah. Because this is the beast
0: underneath. Oh yeah, it's the beast underneath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, River Song is trying to fight Titus better, and also. Oh, wait a minute. I don't think...
1: <laughs> the to a woman doxin... flying off to the toxin.
0: Tim, joey has been the doctor for like five years. Yeah, and she's crashed it along with the bloody ratings as well. And then also, you mustn't go and steal any of River's alcohol at her secret alcohol stash in the TARDIS. But she's depressed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got a little little cabinet mm, of gin. She just sips away on. Yeah, realizing that. her and the doctor
0: have like boozy movie nights. <laughs> what do you think? What movie do you think they watch? Ooh. I've They'd watch some weird ass, like, experimental art house film from, like, the future. I don't think they would. No. I think they'd watch Labyrinth. You think they'd watch Labyrinth? Yeah. Do you just want to talk about Labyrinth, Tim? Nah, I watched Labyrinth the other day. It doesn't hold up very well. Oh. Oh, but here's the most important thing about playing a good doctor you have to be a red hot kisser. I knew she was going to say that.
1: (laughs) I knew she was going to say that. Yeah, fair, whatever. Yeah. Could I'd you like. you play the Doctor Tim? Yeah, I could we have a red hot kisser? You red hot kisser. Have some of those spicy Doritos beforehand. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like
0: to, I like to suck on a chili. <laughs> <laughs> Get uh, them lips nice and spicy. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else do we have, Harry? Well, um, that's everything from River Song. Uh, also, uh, the Fugitive Doctor is returning in comic book form. Oh! But, Can we have nothing? But it, it's a free comic book. It's on as part of Free Comic Book Day. Hurrah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. do, do, do you celebrate Free Comic Book Day? No idea how it works. Oh. oh God. Um sorry, isn't that Doctor Who, but um I looked up um this one type of clothing um earlier in the week. What are we talking about? Um, no but basically ever since I looked up that image of a Side of clothing. The only thing I get advertised online when reading articles is that exact same item of clothing. What's that of clothing? It's a pinafore dress. Why well, was looking at a dress? Um, because I went out with someone wearing that dress, ah. and someone wanted to know what they were wearing.
1: Ah, oh, okay,
0: yeah. Do you want to wear the dress? No, I don't think I look very good on it. In it? No,
1: no, no. You your shoulders are too wide. Yeah. Yeah. It would be too much space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Break the there is in your fucking skull. Get oh. it together. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> so I just saw the pinafore dressing. I just dress pointed I was at like... you with a pencil and then
1: tapped on your phone as, well as if to say, do you fucking work.
0: Yeah, but anyway. Um... There's a lot of spiel before the actual news. Um. The free Comic Book Day website has been updated to confirm Titan Comics' Doctor Who issue features Joe Martin's Forgotten Doctor, written by Jody Houser and featuring art by Roberta Joe Igram. Joe Martin's what? Forgotten Doctor. Oh, okay, sorry. I guess as you refer to the Joe forgotten... Martin's what? Forgotten Doctor. Sorry. Oh, I see what you're doing. I hate, I hate <laughs> this. Um, but apparently Joe Martin's what? It will serve... It's the Fugitive Doctor Ah, I know that one. It will serve as a lead-in to an epic new arc that will launch in May 2022. Here's the solicit. An epic adventure with the Travelling Time Lord. This issue serves as a lead-in to the explosive new story arc that reveals the very early years of the Doctor. Past, present, and future all collide in a Doctor Who tale that's out of this universe. But on paper... Yeah,
1: yeah, cool. I mean, I kind of bummed out. It's going to be a comic. Yeah, because I feel like that's what we kind of knew was going
0: to happen. You know, I mean, every everything happens in the comics. Like every doctor crosses over with every doctor in the comic. But I feel
1: like as soon as we knew that like, this character was introduced, we knew we weren't going to get a full story. We knew that like, it was going to yeah. be yeah,
0: and also expanded media. And in expanded media story. is the whole thing that if she's in expanded media, that either means the expanded media won't be able to detail anything that the show can't cover. Or it'll mean that she'll be a character in expanded media forever and never really come back. Yeah, probably that one. Do you think so?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, there's a couple of big Finnish characters, are there? Like Bernie Summerfield or something.
0: And the penguin. The what? Col- Colin Baker's Companions is a penguin. Really? He's a talking penguin. Really? Yeah, people love him. Never heard of this. Let me, let me, let me look up.
1: Yeah. Well, While you do that, I'll talk about this. Because I think it's, it's, it's good that that character's returning people like that character and we get mm. comments every day saying well Joe Marley should be in the next Doctor it's not going to happen it's not going to happen Yeah. if uh, Chimel is, had stayed then maybe this is more oh, yeah. evidence that that isn't going to happen mm. um, I mean it kind of sucks because I would like to see more of her on telly and I feel like we will before Joanie's runs over yeah but um, I think we're just going to have to just see how it goes have you found the penguin?
0: Um, it's Frobisher
1: okay yeah. Shall we? you a picture of uh, the Penguin?
0: Uh, j- j- I feel like it was there was Oh, yeah, we've like done comics. this before, yeah. yeah. Should we go back to the news? Uh, but, but Frobisher began his life as a street urchin in a slum on Z- Xenon without friendly company. Okay, let's go back to... I feel like our viewers actually want to hear more about Frobisher, but sure, let's get back to the news. <laughs> um, Hey! Frabish actually leads into the next segment. David Tennant and Colin Baker are doing a big finish story. A what? A big finish story. A what? A big finish. I'm not doing this too <laughs> It wasn't that funny the first time. Cool. Have you seen the artwork? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good Look cover. Sick. Yeah. Look sick boy. David Tennant, Colin Baker, Angles. Weeping Angels, Weeping yeah. Angles. Weeping Angles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Oh, no, Doctor. There, I wonder how... Angels. That, that's my Colin Baker. Uh, I
1: wonder how um they're gonna work in audio, Leaping uh. Angels.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I just I guess just like There Over wait, here Wait, you know like how ca- in cartoons when characters like wink or blink, there's like a bloop, 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 that's how they'll indicate oh, yeah. characters <laughs> blinking. It's a bloop. Oh no, it's moved yeah. <laughs> um, But here here's the um the synopsis. When a sixth doctor goes sightseeing on ludicrous lucidus Silvara. he finds himself in a place where nothing is visible at all only an all encompassing light the tenth doctor is drawn in by a temporal anomaly and the two doctors meet a species with no sense of sight living in a city surrounded by weeping angels I listened to
1: Out of Time 1 with Tom Baker and I'm halfway through listening through Out of Time 2 with Peter Davison how are they
0: Good, really good. Yeah. The Peter
1: Dav- the Pete, Dav- Peter Davison one um, canonizes time crash.
0: Okay, yeah. Why well, do you think this isn't an out of time? I, I think it is. No, but it's no, it's called. Oh, it is out of time three. Yeah, thank Wink. You. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't like
1: the title at all.
0: Wink. Yeah. But because they work it in in the last minute synopsis to save a civilization, the doctors must keep their eyes on the angels. Don't blink. Don't even wink. Oh, okay. Are we not allowed to wink at angels now? Uh huh.
1: Cheeky. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Angel,
0: get over here. Are we, are we? Oh, that's right. I'm looking at you. you can't can you? Hey, hey, hey. That's me. That's me. That's me. Like making fun of an Is that angel. You're you gonna be the new companion. Cheeky cockney.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Angel. Oh, Angel. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's his catchphrase. He calls everyone angel. Alright,
0: angel. Alright, angel. <laughs> and then he actually meets an angel. And like, Doc, that's an angel. Yeah. No, I mean, an angel, angel. Made of stone. Qua, blimey. Oh, criped, it's coming towards us, Doctor. Are you not? No, I'm not enjoying this riff. You don't like this character? Nah.
1: No. I think it's cool though. I'm looking forward to that they are really good the Big Finish ones the, the uh, yeah. what you call them out of time ones
0: yeah the Weeping Angels have they been in Big Finish before? I think they've done a they Peter Davison one yeah that's interesting I am interested to know how that works because yeah. I didn't even think about that I was like oh Weeping Angels cool Yeah, but yeah how? I don't know yeah. actually a lot of the sound effects you know they whoosh, whoosh. Or that, oh, like they have like, they, that like, big stream thing going yeah. Cool. you know there's like that, 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 they have like a little kind of like, it's not like a motif, but the little like tag, like the angel's tag in the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I don't mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 now he knows, now yeah. he knows.
1: Oh, sorry, very tired.
0: Yeah, and the last thing isn't really a news article at all, it's just a guy being like, hey, is it time for Doctor Who to embrace... The Multiverse. Where's this from and who's it by? It is from Radio Times and it's by Steve O'Brien. O'Brien? Well, he it hasn't eaten it. Oh, O'Brien yeah. then. Yeah, it's from two weeks ago. What does he have to say? Fresh news, half the <laughs> presses.
1: What does he have to say? Read it from the top.
0: The multiverse. Let's read through it we'll discuss as we go. OED you. dependably informs us is a hypothetical space or realm consisting of a number of universes, of which our own universe is only one. Of course, we barely need telling that now. These days we are all multiverse experts who had Spider-Man into the v- Spider-Verse. Where we... And there was last month's Spider-Man No Way Home. And, of course, arriving this year is The Flash, introducing Bannerflake's Batman to Michael Keaton's Batman. And it would have
1: been funnier if he said, with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and then this, last year Spider-Man No Way Home, and next year Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Part 2.
0: Across, you know, Spider-Man, no, it's called Spider-Man Across, Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah. And add to that, Marvel's upcoming Doctor Strange in a Multiverse of Madness. Blah, blah, blah. Everything, everywhere, all at once—it seems—is shaping up as the year of the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Is this the year of the multiverse, Tim? Definitely. Is this? Are we going to look back on 2022 as the year of the multiverse? It's be word of the year. Yeah, the word of the year: multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. <laughs> multiverse. Yeah. So. Is Doctor Who ready to embrace its own possibilities? Yes. Yes? Yes. What would you do with the multiverse? Um,
1: um, ooh, good question. The obvious ones are Peter Cushing. Yeah. dead. The uh, get Guy Henry to do it again, I guess. Put some CGI dots on his face like they did with Tarkin. Mm.
0: They could do Game of uh, Fatal Death. Yeah
1: what was that that, that was, was Ro- the Rowan Atkinson yeah that
0: was the Stephen Moffat comic relief one you could
1: bring that in you could just do alternative doctors what was that animated thing with Richard E. Grant the Sharda Doctor the um Shalka
0: Shalka like screaming the Shalka Doctor
1: yeah. bring that one back and also just like Maybe actors who are... Chris, dis- I want mean, Chris Marshall
0: as <laughs> yeah. the 13th Doctor. Yeah, you know, like actors who
1: have always been rumoured to play it, but never would. Yeah. Michael Sheen, Chris Marshall. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. I think you could have some real fun. Like that, that. that would be really fun. Yeah, like alternative yeah. version. And then you could have the
0: Doctor be like, oh, I always wanted to be Ginger, and you can bring back the joke. Yeah. Because it was... It, it's still... <laughs> so funny. It, it was funny the first two times. and There's a reason that... Russell and Moffat made that joke one time each and then never made it again. <laughs> because it's only funny twice and then never again. Okay. Yeah. Do you think... Do I you think we should know? have Rupert Grint there. I want, I want a universe as all ginger what doctors. What would you do with
1: a multiverse of Doctor Who? I'd
0: have a universe as all ginger doctors. What would you do with a multiverse Rupert of Grint? Do- what would you do with a multiverse Chris multi- Marshall. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Yeah. As the Doctor. One more, go on. Um... Uh, you uh, and McGregor
1: sometimes. You McGregor. Uh, Kenneth Branagh.
0: Kenneth Kenneth Branagh. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Yeah. What, what do you actually do? What would I actually? Well, here's the thing that this article actually mentions later on: is the possibility of bringing back legacy characters like companions, like the Brigadier or Sarah Jane, as alternate universe versions oh, to justify well. the recasting of an actor. Yeah. And that's interesting, although if they were to do that, I wouldn't want it to just be the same character by a different actor. I want them to like, play with an alternate version of that character. Yeah. Like You, know, you
1: off- could have a female brigadier, imagine that.
0: You could have an Australian canine, what about that? He's
1: always upside down, his casters are in the air, he's just rocking around on his back.
0: What if, what if they did it where they went to the universe where the Australian canine cartoon exists? Or is the Australian no, canine. live action, Sorry, the live action Australian canine you show. You can could
1: bring them across, that would but be hilarious. Is,
0: is the Australian canine show no. canon? No, 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 no. no. Isn't it oh. No. Okay, just so just. Is there. Does Canine Canon and Doctor Who Canon, are they yeah. their own separate things?
1: Yeah, because Bob Baker owned the rights to K-9. Okay. So do but then,
0: is go. the Doctor Who episodes, including K-9, part of that K-9 universe?
1: Um,
0: or do the K-9 uh, extended media just exist in its own yeah, universe exactly completely that separate? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah okay.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. You can bring some of that across. I
0: want to bring back, yeah, I want the K-9 verse.
1: You can bring some big finished characters across into live action stuff.
0: Okay, like like the is master. Yeah. So but then that, would that, would be weird, would you suddenly say Big Finish is an alternate universe as opposed to just an extended version of the normal show's canon? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's the question. Well, you the multiverse
1: up. doesn't just mean. Yeah, it does. I don't know that's what it means, but you can also then open to more stuff within the same universe you cannot really in.
0: That's an expanded universe.
1: Well, you can do expanded and multi. Okay. Yeah. The expanded multiverse.
0: I've no I just want yeah I just want the expanded multiverse. I don't want regular multiverse. I don't want regular expanded universe. I just want the expanded media media from a multiverse. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I'm trying sure to think what else you could do with it really. You- I think
0: I feel like it's somewhat limited because when you have a show that's all about traveling through space and time, do you need a multiverse? Yeah. When you're not limited to one location and one time period, I don't know if it's necessary.
1: So the only thing you can really do with a multiverse in Doctor Who realistically? Is bringing back Rose and the 10th Doctor. Yeah. From Bad Wolf Bear.
0: And also there's the Inferno, the poetry episode where he goes to like an evil version of Unit. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. But those are the only two times that they've used alternate universes in Doctor Who yeah. in the main TV show. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could just really do some fan y stuff in there. Yeah. But I feel like, like you say, with a show that's all about time travel, you can do that anyway.
0: Yeah, and I feel with a multiverse, if you had space, time, and dimensions, would that be too much? Because it's like, I know in Rick and Morty, obviously that's all about dimension hopping. And apparently as a rule on the show, they've made it that they're not allowed to write time travel stories because they're like, it's complicated enough as it is. Oh, really? Would it be a step too far to introduce you know, alter dimensions to a time travel show.
1: I think, like, you could maybe just have ca- some characters travel across. You do a yeah. Terminator Maguire Andrew Garfield, you just have them pop up and then they go away. Mm. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hmm.
0: Are we all out of news? That's all the news you gave me, Tim.
1: Well, shall I have a quick look to see if there's any fresh news?
0: Yeah. The freshest of breads. The, the freshest. The hottest pizza pies straight out of the media oven. Let me have a look. It's the pizza music. From what? Spider Man 2, the PS2 video game. There's
1: one here from the Daily Express. What is it? Doctor Who's Jersey Whitaker to be replaced by Emily
0: in Paris Star. Huge what's she from? Line of Duty. No, Emily in Paris Star. That's oh. the name of the show. Oh, okay. I thought like oh, I thought in Paris Star was like a fancy surname. Like her name is Emily in Paris Star. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, Lucian Laviscount. Lab-
0: is that their actual name or the character's name? That uh, sounds like a character's
1: name. Lucian Laviscount. That sounds like a character name. Which started season two of Netflix's Emily in Paris.
0: What, what, what reason is that Lucian
1: for? Lucian from Burnley has recently risen to worldwide fame for his role in the, as the British banker Alfie in a hit Netflix series where he portrays the title character's charming love interest. Um, the show, which receives, is Yep, yeah, I think he's too, too handsome. handsome. <laughs> he's too handsome. The to show, which him. receives <laughs> varying critiques, has just been renewed for a third and fourth season with Lily Collins playing the protagonist Emily. However, fans have been analysing a recent Instagram caption from the 29-year-old, which suggests he might be returning to the city of which he might not be returning to the city of love after all. It reads: "Emily in Paris, season three and four. Can't wait to see you all shine." Is is this
0: how we do it now? Just any big star on who Netflix who might or might not be in something. Right? Is Reggae Jean Page the next Doctor, <laughs> guys? What if it happens? So literally, okay. Guys, this is Leonardo guy, DiCaprio from Don't Look Up the next Doctor? This guy
1: Lucian put an Instagram post which says Emily in Paris season three and four. Can't wait to see you all shine. And they've taken that as meaning he's not going to be in season three and four. Therefore, he must be the next Doctor.
0: What? Yeah. Tim, uh, every if, if someone leaves a show, it's because they're going to be the next doctor. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, everyone knows that. I've, like, um, Ot left Strictly Come Dancing. That's because she's going to be the next doctor.
1: <laughs> Shall we do
0: the Watch song segment, Tim. Dude, fuck yeah, a bit more exciting than that. Shall we do the Watch song segment, Tim? Yeah, got him. Oh, oh, I'd be a bit more excited, Tim. Oh, that's what you like. You, you just you just bring me down. Like a like a like a Bruce, like a Don't
1: bring me down.
0: What's that? Bruce. It's ELO. Oh ELO. Don't oh. bring me down. It's also
1: what Elton's band singing, Love of Monsters.
0: Oh. Yeah. Love of Monsters. The greatest Yeah episode. hugs and beasts. Beasts underneath. They were doing the beast underneath. How's that for a transition? Not good. Sorry I guys. I can't see the thing. This isn't good. Wow. Well, with this bit won't be. Shut up! Shut up! Shut it in up, pop up! What's the point
1: in having you all? Hi, everybody, it's the Watch Episode 2 of Series
0: 5. Correct. And what episode are we doing, Harry? (laughs) The Beast Underneath by Steve Moffat. Is it by Steve Moffat? Yeah, it is by Steve Moffat.
1: Okay, I'm just flicking through my notes. There it is. There, you got The Beast Underneath. Yes, The Beast Underneath. Um, Ron Weasley, he's there at the very start of the
0: episode. Uh, Harry, what did you make of The Beast Underneath? I I thought, because before I went in, I knew that this was uh, Steve's least favourite episode that he'd written. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, for me... I think it's... he's come round on that. I think he had an Instagram thing it. with Russell yeah.
1: where he said he likes it a bit more. Yeah.
0: But I think for me, when I think... I don't... I'm not saying this is necessarily like a good indicator of a episode's quality, but... Even before returning to this episode, I still distinctly remembered a lot of things about it, the plot, what it was about, the message it had, and th- those things still were there, they still resonated, and I feel like that must be an indicator of some sort of quality. Like, I always liked this episode. Yeah. So Let's start at the very start, Ron Weasley. He's Ru- it's not Rupert Grin, is
1: it? Well, little Timmy, the little boy. Yeah, but he's, he's not. Why are you calling him Ron Because he Weasley? looks like a little Ron Weasley. Does he? Little
0: kid, little ginger boy clutching his bag. I didn't really notice. he's like a loser. Uh, Are you saying one? Rees is not a loser? Ron Rees is a chap. Have you seen that
1: thing in the the reunion thing where Emma Watson's like, when we had to kiss, that was a horrific day. And everybody goes, (laughs) 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 yep. I've not seen that. I've not watched reunion. No, I haven't. I just saw that little clip and I was like, oh, bless him. Timmy, I hate the fact that my name is always used to symbolise weep.
0: Well, little Timmy.
1: Yeah. Well, to be fair, no one has ever called me Timmy. No. Everyone calls Would you like me to start calling? If you Simi? do, I will punch you in the arm every time you call me to me. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> Wait <for laughs> you to say. Um And he does really bad on a test. He gets a zero, and he has to walk to London, which is twenty decks away.
0: Yeah, and so he has to go the long way around, and he gets he has to get in that el- creepy elevator with the poem. And the spinny head. Yep. The Smilers. Called... Smilers, how was their names? Um,
1: I like the opening with Amy floating outside the TARDIS.
0: Yeah, that's very kind of they I tease that a lot. They use that in the teaser as well, didn't they? They did, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I like it, it's very fairy tale-esque, isn't it? She's mm. in her 19 people
0: always refer to kind of Steve's tenure as being the fairy tale.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it was good. Um I don't... I want to talk about Matt Smith because we talked about him last week.
0: Yeah, but last week we were very tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> last week being last year.
0: Yeah. Um, he's really good. He is, and it's interesting how quickly he feels. Like, I've, I remembered when I re watched Series 5 for the first time, I felt he was just doing a lot of what David did. Yeah. But watching it this time, I think in this episode especially, he felt like he was really stuck already. Starting to find his own version of the Doctor, even like very way distinct... he reels
1: off dialogue mm. like David would be just blitzing. Yeah. it like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more ranging; like his vocal goes up and down. Yeah, like. and
0: I feel like he's kind of more methodical when he works through his thoughts. Yeah, like he's still kind of thinking as his thoughts on the spot, but he's much more. He's processing them more. Yeah, if that makes sense.
1: Like David would always explain what he was doing. Like when he put the like when he put the cup of water on the floor. He just stops mid conversation, just does it, mm. and I'm like, he, he's definitely the most alien out of the three that we've had so far: Chris, David, and Matt.
0: Yeah, Matt's the most alien. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: Um, then, we oh, yes. um, then we see some Sith Lord-looking people. Oh yes, guy wearing a hood. Mm. And then there's a guy who looks a bit like Steve Jobs, wearing a pearl neck and oh, some yeah. round glasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that 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 goes on. We'll get to that, but I want to talk about Liz Ten. Ah uh, yes, Elizabeth because when protect. she's introduced, she's wearing a cloak and a mask and a mask. But no, when we very first see her, she's just a. Cl- we see the back of her. Oh yeah, yeah, the back of her head. And it's been a while since I've seen i so I'm, As I watch it, I'm trying to remember what. Who happens. she was? I re- I
0: thought that was River. Did first. you really? Yeah. Do you not think? Did you forget that River? Prince... And
1: I thought it was River until we see her without the mask. Okay. Even when the doctors talking to her in like the alleyway of like the bottom of the spaceship. I thought,
0: oh, it's River. Hmm. Is that weird? That is weird. Yeah. Well, what were your, what were your thoughts on uh thoughts I... good character? Yeah, I, I I was a little
1: taken aback by the fact that they revealed that the Doctor took Queen Elizabeth to the First virginity.
0: I mean, we already knew that. It's kind of weird. We though. already they knew kept that. Bringing it up. No, I, I meant and it that... was like, oh, you bad boy. <laughs> I meant more the fact that um, that Elizabeth the Tenth is a, a gun-toting Cockney. Badass. I like it. It's fun, isn't it? It's is fun. Although I don't think the royal family would ever allow uh the queen to not speak RP. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean I think they've got bigger problems on there.
0: The Royal Family has a lot of problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. Which uh, <laughs> We'll
1: keep it light. Um, um Amy has the doctor if he's a piece of parent. And he gives w- one of his classic looks hmm. where he doesn't answer the question. Yeah. I think they'll ever address that in the show. I'd quite they, they, they've
0: the tenth doctor got close. Yeah. Kind of talking about how he had a daughter once and lost her. Can we talk about Amy? Yeah. why you why are you so aggressive <laughs> about Amy? I don't know why I did
1: that. Um I have some questions about Amy in this episode. Towards the end of the episode I did like In The start of the episode that I couldn't understand her. Because there's that there and there's a crying child on their own. Yeah. And she goes What's weird about that? It's just a crying child on its own. That's not what. If I was at a bus stop, which is basically what that was, and there was lots of people coming and going, and there was one kid sat on their own crying quietly. I'm going, right? Is everything okay? You lost or whatever? But it was like, bam <laughs> what's this?" So it like, doesn't see a problem with it. But then in the next scene, when she sees the um, like the hole that she's not allowed to go down. That's all being covered up for maintenance work. She's like, oh, we must go and explore. And I sort of felt like until the end of this episode, a lot of her character drive and motivation seemed to be quite skewed. You think so? Yeah. Do you think that might be
0: part of why Moffat is less keen on this episode? You well, think that...
1: it's also got this two-director episode where Euros Ross who who directed a lot of Russell's episodes, including the David's last episode, came back for reshoots. Okay. And there's some Wait, the, I didn't
0: whether intensive reshoots on this episode. I think
1: there's a few pickup shops that not intensive, maybe a couple of weeks. Okay. But I noticed a few reshoots on green screen. Mm. That are p- bits of pickup dialogue. Right. Um, so I wonder if maybe something's got lost in translation there. Hmm, maybe. Um Magpie Electricals, did you pick up on that? I did no I did not it's a, a big, to... si- big sign above the hole oh. says Magpie Electricals a reference to Idiot's Lantern yep yeah the um, Doctor's he's just an observer my ass <laughs> why, is the... oh, why is she still why is she
0: still saying that <laughs> well you know I never you... get involved N- new regeneration new me yeah um... <laughs> um. I like the line where
1: Ailey says why do you look human and she says why do you look Time Lord we yeah. came first that is fun that's kind that of that feels like a very
0: Doctorish yeah. line
1: yeah I feel like they should use that more often because it would just answer a lot of questions. Hmm. Uh, but Moffat's already done it. What did you think to the Doctor describing the time war? You know, think about how David Tennant used to be very poetic. Yes. And
0: then Matt Smith said it was a bad day where bad stuff happened. It is interesting. I mean, it kind of... That bit, especially, because then he goes on to mention that he is never going to forget it. Yeah. Even though then, that may me think of the day of the Doctor when... Um, the uh the moment refers to the tenth doctor and the eleventh doctor as the man who regrets and the man who forgets referring to eleventh. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that it's almost like this transitional thing where you say that uh Steve never writes the doctors differently. He writes them all the same. Do we No, sorry, carry on. I was gonna say do we add
1: Liz 10 to Stephen Moffat's sexy lady list? I don't think that's really plays into the character. No it doesn't, does no. it? No, She's more just um confident. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a queen. Pa, pow, that, pow. Yeah, that's what throws the Doctor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the bit where the Doctor goes, "Say we," and the Navy goes, "Ah!" Well, that bit was funny.
0: Yeah. Just as they go down the shoot Geronimo. Oh, wait, you know a Geronimo a different bit, didn't you? Yeah,
1: it does. Just as they're about to get swallowed, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Geronimo catchphrase? I like it. I like it, it? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically the exact same thing as Z. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. What Else, could he say maybe his new catchphrase
1: could be like you know, like the cinema reaction where people in the cinema go,
0: Let's go! Like that. <laughs> if, if, you, if you were the doctor, is that what your doctor catchphrase equivalent would be? be doing a dab, uh, doing my, a dab,
1: bottle flipping.
0: Mine would be, Allow us to proceed onward. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, should we talk a bit about Liz 10? Yeah, because we didn't really talk about it. I'm just running out of notes because. It was just a really fun episode. It was. It was. It's a very forgettable episode. It
0: reminded me of uh, Russell episodes, like um, uh, New Earth, yeah. where it's just kind of a fun. Epi- it's just a fun episode. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: surprised. I've forgotten so much about this though because I really was enjoying it as I was watching it. But it's at least ten thousand years in the future. Yet the only disguise the queen can think of is by wearing a white mask.
0: What what else could she do?
1: Like it's ten thousand years in the future. Do
0: you think she'd have the ability to like Change project it. a uh, deep fake onto her face? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, rather than just wear a white mask. Mm. But it's like the idea of like it's like it's kind of a not a retro future, but it's like kind of like it's obviously kind of almost like a lived in older yeah. future thing, where it's kind of it's it's still old timey Londony. So it's not kind of all new age technology, what it's kind you, of a loose kind of wartime era. Yeah, so yeah.
1: What did you think to the
0: darker Doctor stuff? As in, like the stuff where he's like, "You're going to go home, Amy," and yeah. some of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it of, it's it's it's, very, it's it's quite typical stuff for like a Doctor of a companion for their first go around. You know, it's similar to the kind of another stupid ape type thing the Ninth yeah. Doctor did, where they realize, all right. I was a bit gung-ho with, like, someone on board. Actually, it makes me wonder, do you think that the Doctor very often kind of picks someone up as a companion and then takes them home after, like, one or two adventures? <laughs> we just never see them, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, like, seriously <laughs> don't see where it's like, oh, no, that was a mistake.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be quite good. Yeah. I liked it, but the only thing I didn't like about it is when he says, I'm going to kill this thing, then I'm going to have to get a new name because i won't be the Doctor no more. That was and a then bit I su- And then I suddenly sort of thought, what about all those people who have died? Like, do, do you remember, like,
0: David Tennant has that flashback. Oh yeah. All those people who... Like Davros... Yeah, but that was Davros just being a dick and messing with him. Yeah,
1: but even then he wasn't like, all those people who died because of the
0: Doctor. Mm. But the Doctor didn't directly kill them. Those people sacrificed themselves for the Doctor. All right,
1: okay, well, what about the human invasion? Those people died because of the Doctor. Did the Doctor kill them? No, but if he never turned up, then everyone Well, that's the
0: thing. The distinction is that here, the Doctor is killing them himself. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, the last time he actively kill people was the Time War and he does not consider himself to be the Doctor during that period.
1: Because we don't know about that yet. Yet. Uh, anything else you want to say, Harry, about the beast underneath?
0: Um, what are your thoughts on using the star... Amy seeing the Doctor and the Star Whale and the whole thing there? You'll have to explain that to me. I think well, I because she... At part. the end, she she lets the Star Whale live because she realises... She, she realises, well, the Star Whale... Has saved these people because of the crying children, and the doctor can't just ignore a crying child. And so the star whale's the last of his kind. The doctor's the last of his kind. And I didn't find that.
1: any of the kids creepy in this, and I think some of them are meant
0: to be creepy. Why it makes the Isn't kids it the one that creepy? appears on a
1: screen and does like a little poem at the start?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. You don't, th- think don't think it reached those empty child levels? Oh no 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 um, oh, no 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 no
1: no 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 I was a bit bummed out that we ha- that last episode we had the prisoner zero, and when it was in when we saw it in its alien form, it was just like a CGI worm. Hmm. And then this episode is sort of a lot of CGI tentacles. Yeah, but
0: kind of like the the quote unquote monster is the Smilers, which is the which is very practical. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that year for Halloween. I went trick-or-treating my friend Josh Clark. I know he listens to this sometimes. Hello, Josh Clark. Hi, Josh. And uh, he went as a smiler. Really? And we knocked on the door and we opened it and he had the mask on and this kid burst into tears. What? Freaked out. <laughs> like, like the mum was like, it's okay, it's okay. Like, he had to take the mask off and apologise. Mental. Wow. Yeah.
0: Crazy, right? And he was only like 10, 11, right? What, the kid? No, the are Josh. Oh, right yeah, yeah.
1: We, we were year seven.
0: Yeah 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 so 11 yeah Yeah. crazy um, anything else about the episode yeah Um. there's a cool it, I think it ends in a cool way with Churchill that was and good. the silhouette of the dialogue that was really
1: good yeah. I enjoyed that because I like I feel that's better than what Chris Chibnall tries to do with his first series which is make it all every episode's a cliffhanger it leads into the next one okay whereas this is like here's a phone call We've gotta go here next mm. I like that hey that'd be a cool idea for Doctor so maybe he gets recruited into like some like thing where he's like on call, and like every now and again, like the division, but yeah. good. <laughs> yes, but like every week it ends with getting a new phone call for a different mission, mm. and then like, you get like a little tease of what that mission is going to be.
0: Yeah, it's fun, it's cool, and obviously it's not quite what we expect it to be. Oh, <laughs> let's do the quiz. You, you, not me. I hate being patient. PATIENCE IS FOR women. WHOA! You got questions? I forgot we did the quiz. I genuinely forgot. What is Amy's middle name? Yeah. Leah. Jessica. No, it's Amy Leah Pond. Is there a joke in there? Yeah, Amelia Pond. Oh, sorry. How old is Amy for the in
1: the future, in this episode, when they scan her and I uh, say, how old is
0: 1415. You? 13,006. Oh, that well, wasn't that When far, they well.
1: land on the tongue of the beast underneath, whereabouts does a doctor say he is, geographically in the UK? Oh, because of an L. Um, is it Lancaster. Lancashire. Ah! Uh, So close. Zero out of
0: three. I was very close with each one though. I was very close. You were. Except for Amy, Leah. Yeah, yeah. I think that deserves a point though for being funny. Nope. Yeah. Comments. Comment. Give Harry a point if Harry deserves a point. He (laughs) does. Uh, I'm going to comment Harry deserves a point. I
1: enjoyed that episode, though. It was good. Yeah. Uh, should we do some recommendations? Before I go, I just want to tell
0: you you were fantastic. Ooh, more recommendations, yes. Let's like, recommend some stuff. Do you
1: want to go first, or is that like me to go first?
0: Um, I did have something, but I just need to remind myself what it was. Okay,
1: well, I'm going to recommend uh, a series of podcasts called The Office, and Oral History, and it's hosted by Brian, whose last name escapes me, who played Kevin in The American Office. And basically, it's like a 12-episode podcast series about how the American office got made. It's got Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, Steve Carell. It's got all the cast, all the producers, all the writers. It's got loads of people in it and basically documents from Ricky Gervais getting a phone call from an American producer all the way up to the final episode. So it's a
0: podcast, not a documentary? Podcast documentary. Both? Yeah. Okay, that's it's interesting. It's a
1: podcast that is a documentary.
0: Interesting. It's
1: good, really good, really well done and put together as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to recommend?
0: Um, I'm still
1: struggling to remember. No,
0: I'm going to recommend a couple of uh, classic musicals. I've never been much of a guy for musicals, honestly. Um, I I think it was mainly because of like because of like the circles I'm in, usually the musicals people talk about are all the new shiny stuff. Alexander Hamilton. I, Hamilton's alright. Like I, there's stuff I like about Hamilton, but it's not I don't love it or anything. Yeah. Um but I watched a couple of old musicals um over the Christmas p- Tim's pretending to shoot me with a tripod. ch <laughs> oh, you're dead. Yeah, you know, with the right kind of dressing that would be a pretty convincing sci-fi bust. Yeah. It was, was it? yeah. yeah but anyway I'm going to talk about some classic musicals I saw over the Christmas period Um, on telly on telly and in the cinema Um, first I saw the um, I'd not seen the original but I saw the new Steven Spielberg uh, West Side Story film it looks really good it is really good it is really good I saw two uh, films over Christmas West Side Story and the Spider-Man film And while i probably enjoy... the Spider-Man film. The the Spider-Man film. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that one. The Uh, Spider-Man film. Yes. That's what they should have called it. (laughs) The The Spider-Man film. (laughs) Hello, I'm Tom Holland, and I'm in the Spider-Man film. Um, But anyway, um, I probably enjoyed Spider-Man more, but... No, really? (laughs) (laughs) As, as... uh, If I was to say what I think was the better film, definitely West Side Story. It's really well made. It's really good, um, and then also on TV over the Christmas period, I saw My Fair Lady. The uh, yes, my, <laughs> the Audrey Hepburn film. Okay, yeah, yeah, with Rex Harrison. I want to say, yeah, yeah, and that's really good. Yeah, I mean, Audrey Hepburn's accent is a bit like people say that. Um, Where's she meant to be from? She's meant to be like a Cockney, like. Is But people say Dick Van Dyke's bad, but then you hear Audrey Hepburn. And it's like, was it really that bad? Because <laughs> Audrey Hepburn's like, "Hello, I'm a florist. cow what proper want to be a proper fancy lady? I do." <laughs> and it's, I mean, it in the framework of like this exaggerated musical, everyone's singing <clears> and dancing. <throat> it it works. Yeah. If you were to take that performance and put it in like a straight period Jacket. drama.
1: Yeah.
0: Um in a straight drama, just no one would buy it. It would be too totally <laughs> inauthentic. But it it really does work and it's still really entertaining in the context of the film. And it is a really good film. It's really funny. It's got some good songs. It, Tim's pulling a face. Well, I was doing a little dance. Oh, is that you, like dancing along to the music? Yeah, my head can look. Wouldn't hear it, it be lovely? You're describing it so well. <laughs> yeah, and Rex Harrison actually really good. I think he won the Oscar for it.
1: I didn't watch many movies over Christmas. I had COVID the week before. Yes, I literally I, the day after Spider-Man No Way Home, I had to isolate. I got
0: I, the I got COVID the weekend after. <laughs> Do you think it was going to the cinema that gave us COVID?
1: Well, I thought it was, but apparently it takes three days. From getting it for the Simpsons to properly show up, right? So I got it. Up see, there I saw it the
0: before weekend. the weekend, and I tested positive after. So the you week. probably got it. I probably it. got it from going to. The, well, it's probably because I saw West Side Story one day and Spider Man the next. Oh. But Spider Man was definitely the more full theater, so it was probably Spider Man. How was? I'm quite interested.
1: How was seeing it? Because you didn't see it at night, like
0: I did. I didn't. It was still a packed theater, but was people there a reaction? They're not in the same way. Okay. Um. There were, there was a... I think when Andrew and... Oh, no. Um, people don't care about...
1: It's been weeks. Yeah. It came out last year. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I think when Andrew and Toby appeared, there was like... Woo! And a bit of... I think I did a bit of that. Ah! <laughs> um, and there were a couple of claps... The, um, I think the thing that got the biggest reaction was Willem Dafoe saying I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah, same, yeah. i like, got a really, I <laughs> got the biggest laugh. Yeah. But it was only specific people yeah, who yeah. got the joke yeah. who gave it a really big laugh. What well, I
1: really like about no, that scene is that like, like,
0: they literally stop everything.
1: Like, Tom Hollands do dialogue and then he goes, you know, I'm something of a scientist. Like, <laughs> and he
0: says it exactly yeah. the same way he said it in the yeah. original film. Yeah,
1: I love it. It's fantastic. But uh, I saw it opening night and, and me and Harrison spoke about it, but like it's the first time I've ever clapped and cheered in a cinema. I think we've been to cinema before. Yeah, and you know we saw how, like a tonight. Star Wars film every yeah. night. And, and you know how like figure I get with people in the cinema, I'm like why the fuck are they checking their phone, why they're making noise, shut up, stop moving, sit still. But I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like really getting into it. I was cheering, clapping. Everyone was loving it. It was great.
0: on your favorite.
1: He is my favorite, my favorite favorite.
0: Who is? What? Which Spider-Man? Oh,
1: sorry, I thought you said Spider-Man's favourite. Andrew.
0: Andrew, really? Yeah. In Just in this film or across all the films? Across all the films. You really like Andrew? I've always liked Andrew. That's yeah. cool. His
1: films might not be the best.
0: But he is a really good actor. Yeah, and yeah. he was
1: like the one I saw in the cinema. I never saw any of Toby's films in the cinema. Mm, but
0: you saw Andrew's? Yeah.
1: So I feel like I've always had that sort of connection with that Spider-Man a bit more.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I know we spoke off there, people are going, "You mean Spider-Man 2 is actually really good, and like the symbolism of the web is a hand. It's like... Really deep cinema. I'm like, no, it's not. I think it's not a of good movie.
0: I think of Amazing Spider-Man two the same way I think of uh Sam Raimi's Spider-Man three, yeah. which is it's a film which has good moments within it, but as a whole, the film just doesn't is not cohesive.
1: Yeah, it's like uh I sort of put Andrew's performance down. It's a bit like Ben Affleck. He's a really good Batman, but those movies are bad. Yeah, I'm looking forward. What movies are you looking forward to this year?
0: This year, the new Batman film, yeah, Rob Pattinson one, right? Batman, yeah. Um, what else is coming the out The Flash this year? with Michael Keaton's Batman.
1: I'm not. I'm and Ben Affleck's Batman. The
0: thing is, I've never been a huge Batman fan, I so know. that's not really going to do anything for me. Have you Sub-gun heard about the Maverick? Oh, actually, I probably will enjoy that. Mission
1: Impossible Seven.
0: I'm definitely watching Mission Impossible Seven. Same, yeah. yeah, I love Mission Impossible. I was there when they filmed it?
1: Mm. I was the one who gave them all covid. <laughs> he's talking to me in that video. <laughs> that leaked video on the audio. I think shouting. Yeah, they he's talking talking to me. <laughs> I might do a funny thing where I edit myself into that (laughs) just trying to talk to him. Sorry, Tom. (laughs) Uh, What else is coming out this year? I'm looking forward to Morbius. That looks quite good.
0: I'm not really interested in Morbius. Does that take place in the same universe as the Venom I don't know, that's why I'm interested. That's because people can't figure out what universe that takes place in.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out to be the Andrew Garfield universe.
0: Yeah, because I know they... Apparently, behind the scenes, they want to do something with Toby and Andrew again.
1: Yeah. I I'm, I'm, I, love the fact that Venom was introduced and exited the MCU in two post credit scenes. He yeah. never even appeared in a movie. He came and left in a post credit scene. That,
0: this, this is just so they could get the symbiote. Yeah, it's in, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing whenever they make a fourth Spider Man movie, it'll be a symbiote movie. Yeah, I, I guess. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Anything else that we haven't spoken about that you want to speak about?
0: Um, I don't think so. You re- you've, you've already recommended the Office podcast yep. documentary. No, yeah. I think that was a pretty thorough good discussion. discussion. <laughs> well done, love. Good
1: discussion. Uh, don't yeah. forget to like, comment, and subscribe. If you've listened to this on YouTube, do no. subscribe. It really helps out. We're doing quite well on YouTube at the moment. And,
0: and tell us what you thought of The Beast Underneath by Steve Moffat.
1: Yeah. And if, if you've listened to this on YouTube, on Spotify, give us a follow. You can leave reviews on Spotify now as well, apparently. Hey, listen to us on iTunes, leave us a review. ACAS, wherever you are, just try and interact with it the best way you can. and We really appreciate it. We love it lots. Yeah. And also, hopefully, maybe by the time this episode comes out, we'll have some new our like, 1000 subscriber giveaway.
0: Ooh!
1: This is a really cool giveaway.
0: Yeah, it is. It's literally
1: only one, like the actual thing. Yeah. I'm going to throw in a few side gifts, but like the main thing you're going to want is like the only one in the world.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, for a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, if you like Flux, then it's...
1: I feel like even if you just like the show in general, if you're a collector, yeah, you're gonna love it.
0: Yeah, it's very personal.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, stay tuned for that. Follow us on all the socials and stuff. Everything's in the description. And Harry, you want to say? I'll say goodbye. Harry, do you want to say, Tatty bye bye. Tatty bye bye. I can't find the mouse.
0: It's, it's the tip, 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 there. It is. Stop! Tip, 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 stop! Stop! Make sure you subscribe to the official Bigger on the Inside podcast.